Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hello. Time will bring the real end of our trial. There'll be no remnants, no trace, no retention. Feelings within you, you won't remember me. Your face will be the reason I smile, but I will not see what I cannot have forever. I'll always love you. I hope you feel the same. How are you doing? It's great to have you back. Um, we're going to actually talk about a couple of things today. And um, hopefully you'll be able to hear. We're going to really cover a few things that we see happening around because there's so much to talk about. And um, you should be able to really process some of the information. I really hope you're doing this um, because a lot of people talk about so many different things and they don't do anything and so I'm, I'm very very passionate about making sure that when people say something to you they actually give instructions on what to do and they, that the instructions are actually followed why because a lot of people feel like they don't have time for millennials right um the last time you had a teacher believe in you maybe you can mention one you should be able to mention 16 last time you had an adult believe in you you should be able to mention 20 you probably don't. There's probably maybe two or three or four. It should be, it should be everyone that believes in you, right? So, um, yeah. So let's let the rest of the song play. Okay. Hi. 
Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, that was Maxwell. We have that um, on the show sometimes. I wanted to really talk about a couple of things. Um, and it's really, 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 really something that I have to talk about because it's really about people who are really in your age group and making sure that you appreciate your age group, even though you can appreciate all different types of people and it's good to appreciate different areas, different people, different cultures. But I bring up the episode, and I'm not big. I don't really watch reality shows. I don't reality shows. I'm indulgent, and I have watched them before, maybe to criticize them, write down certain things. You take note of things that you should not see in public, or that you don't want to see in public. But I remember that the one of the Real Housewives. I won't say which Real Housewives episode. Her mom walked in with a mini skirt, and I remember that. That I remember the moment she she was petrified and terrified of seeing someone in their 50s who had a miniskirt on. Now, is someone who's in their 50s supposed to have a miniskirt on? No. And sometimes I say that because sometimes there's certain people who do things right now, and all the people who work hard, who work hard, who are adults, are doing things to set bad examples even for other adults. So just be clear of the adults who have that example that they set or be clear of the adults who don't set the right examples, um, who are in front of people, but because they're an adult, they want you to think that they have set the right example, will set the right example, or are the right example because they're an adult. Sometimes adults make mistakes too, and sometimes even as people ascend, they don't realize they're making mistakes, and even if they don't correct them, they go into adulthood and they make the same mistakes. It's very, very serious that people are able to um, identify it. And, um, yeah, if you have mass murders out there, obviously people make mistakes, and you're supposed to correct those mistakes. Once you see people correcting those mistakes, and that's different, we forgive and we move on, and we should forgive. Um, but if we don't see that, then it, it, it means that the adult is likely to continue to set bad example. So I'm just saying that just to be direct, be very careful of, um, following every adult, and if they give you advice, be very nice and say thank you and just sort of maybe find the next person who you might think might be able to help you with that same subject or issue and ask the same question again, as in getting a second opinion, right? Um, because sometimes you you may, not, you may need certain things, right? Maybe someone might say you can actually become healthier if you um, walk every day. Well, that works, but you might also get a second opinion, and the second opinion might say, why don't you have vegetables, or maybe you should have vegetables. And I've said before, dark green vegetables really help your skin. Your skin at some point shreds. So 
you are supposed to have, um, well, not supposed to, you can go without it, but dark green vegetables, if you even switch from having rice, because um, rice is something that I'm saying about the baby spinach is maybe $2, $1.50, even if you get it from the farmer's market or you see people outside who sell those apples. Not the fruit stand, but the actual farmer's market, the open market that sells everything. Um, if you do that, then it's... Um, it, it it means that you can have the vegetables even for a dollar, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar fifty, depending on how much you have. And they have rare vegetables, um, mint, for example. I picked that up um, not too long ago, um, and I don't find mint. I've had mint tea, but a lot of people don't know you can buy the leaves themselves, and you can just put water on the fire, boil the water. As you're boiling the water, you can put it in cold. Then you put it in after the water is boiled. You can put it in cold, and it heats it up. So your your um. You're, you're cooking the flavor of mint, the water turns into the flavor of mint. So you're really soaking up the nutrients from the plant. And then that's all you do. After everything gets really hot, you leave it for a little while, and then you pour it in your tea, and it's mint tea. Sweeten it the same way um, you would regular tea. And by the way, we mentioned this, that sugar causes um, all kinds of illnesses to happen that did not exist prior to the 1960s. And this is something that I was saying before, because we have new diseases in the United States that did not exist prior to the 1960s. Something came around that really brought on more diseases, and a lot of people don't know what it is um, or why these different types of diseases exist. But what happens now is it's just important to change so that we don't continue to see the same types of disease. So what we have to do now is we have to be conscious and cognizant of the fact that these diseases, in fact, do exist and the fact that they're avoidable. So now we have a situation where um, we have to figure out maybe what we eat. So we, eat dif we have to eat differently. Um, and I talked about that. I joked about being snobby about your food and asking what is this or what exactly does it have in it. Or if you can't say that openly in front of people, maybe... If you can't say that openly in front of people, maybe take some time on your phone to look up the ingredients. And you'll see some of the problems that are in some of the food. Just go piece by piece with every ingredient and look at what it causes. And you'll find that sometimes it's better to stick to the traditional American diet, right? You have your veal. You have your mashed potato or your baked potato. And you have the string bean. They were, and, and, I, and I wonder, because I wonder if someone's trying to sabotage I looked it up. I'm sorry. I, I, I also talked about, I kind of lost track, but I, we were talking about um, um, making sure that you eat and being snobby about your food, how I mentioned that before, and you don't have to be a snob, but in terms of sort of asking and double-checking about everything, um, and um, if you have to, if, if asking is inappropriate, maybe you can take time and look at your phone and type in the ingredients. That, that you read about on your phone to see what each ingredient has and maybe go through it. Because you're really supposed to question what you're reading. You're supposed to question what you have in front of you. You're supposed to question what you do. And I've, I've, I've had some experience in education. So I definitely, um, I say this sometimes um, from that angle. I try not to sound like the overbearing person because sometimes people are teachers. Sometimes leave you alone and allow you to continue and to sort of try things out on your own. And sometimes you have the overbearing 
teachers who probably don't want people to succeed. I've said this before. It's really controversial. Um, but sometimes people forget. Sometimes those children who say that are just supposed to really excellent teachers, right? They forget that there's the, the really excellent teacher who you saw who just blew everyone out the box, right? They don't realize that. Teachers compete. So you can't really slack off and say that you're a great teacher if you're not a great teacher. Do you follow what I'm saying? Um, because there's going to be someone who was a teacher who followed up, who spoke to your parents and really wanted you to do well and who made sure they did extra things to make children do well. Next to the teacher who rolled their eyes, who probably tried to make you fail on purpose, who probably did something, you know, had shady deals, extra stuff for cash, who probably disrespects women on the side. Because really, those, that's character. Those are character flaws that are outside of the profession that people bring in professions with them. So that sounds controversial, but some people forget sometimes adults have issues with their character, right? So you might find the best, the best image of a male, and that, that same male who's well-behaved will see a man who argues all the time. He doesn't act like that, but he might realize there's a problem. That, that might not be something that he is able to hide when he's around people. Maybe he has that kind of, you know, back and forth in every situation, right? Um, but, but really even in his marriage, right? So it's, it's, it's um, something that I think people curb. They're supposed to do that. But we'll get to that later. I'm digressing. We talked about being, um, um, excuse me, looking at your food and what you have in it because diseases did not exist prior to the 1960s, and they're here, and they're not supposed to be here. So the traditional American diet really um, is what is what saves people, right, just making sure that you have um, that, what what it is actually, which is maybe veal and maybe a, a potato and maybe string beans, right? You look at all of these shows um, that show the images of the of, of tradition going back. You, you, if you didn't have um, a potato, if you didn't have a big potato, you had, you had things like this, right, that, that represent the potato family. Um, and, um, and, I, and I said that I, was, I wondered if people were trying to sabotage us because some of these things that are being revealed um, are, are things that harm everyone. So, for example, I read a report that said that, the, um, that they were producing genetically engineered potatoes in the United States. Genetically engineered potatoes, meaning that there's, there's some sort of artificial ingredient that someone is pumping into certain potatoes. Now, first of all, who relies on potatoes in the United States? A lot of people, right, or a small amount of people. A lot of people. And so that means that, that a lot of people rely on it. And then if a lot of people rely on it, then they're going to be poisoned on some level or suffer from what they have. And so it's very, 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 very serious. Um, and so what America can do is switch to another type of potato, which is the bake, which is the um, um, what's the one that has a high level of vitamin A. Vitamin A carrots have vitamin A, and they're really good for your eyes. It, it's the sweet potato, right? Now tiny potatoes are good too. That's another variation of the potato family. Different variations of the potato family. We know they, different things look like potatoes. They come in like a circular form. Um, and um, I'm sure some people can think of what comes in a circular form that you can put on your plate and cut in half or to look like a potato. Um, but but this is actually something that is very serious because they also released a report that said their video games are bad for you. Americans are producing this type of thing. These are produced by American developers. Are they doing something wrong? We talked about the end of generation and higher. I shouldn't just cite them, but that means that there's a whole block of people. I don't want to say the NRA, but... You know, this block that's really um, the people who really are connected to um, so many things, 
where they broke off into the dot-com industry and began, even before that, actually, before that that industry even happened, they grew up with arcades. So they would have pinball machines. Next to the pinball machines, they have car racing. They actually had a racing, they actually had a pedal, a, what do you call it, Um, the car car pedal, where when you were doing, um, when you would buy the machine or buy the video game, you had to turn the wheel and step on the gas. Um, that's what I wanted to say. You step on the gas, and um, you had to learn how to turn the car. And if you turn too much, the whole car on the screen crashed. So you had to turn slightly and sort of ease up off the steering wheel and then sort of try again. If you wanted to turn a little to the left, you turn it just slightly, and then you sort of brought it right back in the center. Those were actually teaching you how to drive, right? You had the, the, the other types of games where people were, your friends sort of stood around you and were watching, you know, your your um your um your gaming right so these are American developers some of them are German who were doing this and that generation turned out to do so many things they became their senators they became the NRA they became all these different people um and so think about it why would someone produce a game an article that says that um these um are known to reduce anxiety that's juxtaposed next to someone who also produced an article that said you are likely to reduce anxiety with video games. So always compare those things. The report that said that video games are bad and the scientific report that said video games can reduce anxiety and stress. I would like to encourage reading. I think a lot of Americans need to read more. They're not reading enough. So definitely have a book in your hand. Have something that you're reading constantly. Be able to have it in your mind. The words stay in the back of your mind. The stories of the book stay exactly stay in your mind. So even if you might have had um, memories from different places, um, the, 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 the stories of, of situations stay in your mind as well as the dialogue, and they're usually supposed to be positive stories. Um, and we were talking about sugar earlier, and I was saying that some of the things are linked to sugar. And I was saying the you know the um, U.S. has one major sugar supplier that everyone sees everywhere. It's, it's ubiquitous. That means you know it's visible in many different places, um, and you can't really miss it. But um, it's it's um, Domino's, really. I mean, if I speak to my audience, and um, the the situation now is that Domino's sugar has um, it's not just Domino's. I don't want to cite one. Sorry. So let me just scratch that and not imply that it's one. But I did say that honey was better for you, right? Honey is something that is from the tree. Um, things that are grown, as we know, are much better for you. Things from the earth. Honey comes from the earth. Agave is a syrup that also comes from the earth. So just like the macadamia nut, you have something where you can crack it, you can create shea butter, you can create, um, uh, you know, um, different types of things from a plant or from the roots of something. And it's just very serious because sometimes people don't realize how much sugar they're using and that it, it has been linked to pulling the sides of your hair out. It has been linked to causing, it has been linked to bald. It has been linked to baldness causing baldness, it has been linked to skin disorders, it has been linked to um, 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 problems with the stomach, um, it has been linked to a lot of health problems, and most people don't do anything about it, but really um, different types of sugar are there. So I won't tell you which one to switch to, maybe someone won't switch, maybe you'd be like the person who actually has... Um, you know, so much sugar that they're using. Have you ever gone to the, to the um, coffee shop and someone just keeps using sugar and they won't stop? They just kind of hold the sugar upside down and literally they're looking around, just not caring how they don't really, they don't they don't actually care how much sugar they use. So there's all the sugar that's being poured into the cup, right? And 
that kind of annoys me, but I don't say anything about it because I don't think you can tell people how to eat. I think it's extremely offensive if people tell you how to eat. What you can do is what works actually is to do it where you, it doesn't look like you're telling people to do certain things because I think people don't like to be, I'm pretty sure people don't like to be condescended to. I'm pretty sure that people want you to, to respect um, or, or really they don't want someone who, I, I, I don't want to assume anything, but they don't want to be condescended to and they don't want to have a situation where they feel like they're disrespected. And so now what you have are, you know, cooking shows. That's not actually telling people how they're supposed to eat. You can opt, you can just turn the channel. And Esquire did a wonderful job. I was talking about this the other day because content is difficult to produce and I've created content. And sometimes you're literally sitting there thinking of what, to create, right? And Oprah had that problem once where she was, um, you know, she created this network and everyone was saying, oh my gosh, she's going to do well. So she has all the, these people who watch the show. And this is a channel where every single hour of every single day, 365, you have to think of something to watch. You have to have something that breaks down into 60 minutes, a plot, a theme, all of these things, a turn of events, something interesting, something that makes people laugh. People literally sit around and they go blank. Right, so you have, imagine someone has to do one project where they write, you have to do this 365 days, it's very, very difficult to do. Someone who produces content, it's never just, you know, so it's usually difficult for one, if you have one or two people, and that's brilliant, it's impossible, right? Um, well, some of the some of the um, um, cartoons that you see are just four people, and the cartoons go on for years, but it's difficult to do that. Um, and sometimes you have a huge um, table of people where, you, where, where people are able to produce um, what, what they see on the network. Um, but, yeah, so what I'm saying is that um, um, where you have, you, you, you have a situation where people are um, content creators, and she couldn't create content. I was just saying that um, Oprah was talking about that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oprah was talking about how it was difficult for her to produce content after getting owned. And so some of the shows, some of the shows were, um, were um, actually um, produced, but then they had all this one stuff that was on the air. So um, that was very, 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 very real, right? And then so now Section is out, and Section has all these blank shows that are on the air, where all of this content hasn't been created yet, right? Because they have blank channels, and, if you, it, it, and it'll come. But section also rivals Comcast, which is in Philly, and Greenberg's in Philly, right? And um, we had a great guy who called up to the show the other day, um, or not too long ago. But so the idea of someone actually producing something is extremely difficult. So Comcast, Comcast is in Philly and Baltimore, Maryland, and then Spectrum is here. Now Spectrum, you can do what Comcast and Spectrum has done. I've said create a company or a conglomerate where people are actually creating a television company and um, make sure that what I would like to see is foreign content where you have people who are, I, I think I saw once on, on television, um, it was on Optimum where um, you had um, German, a German television show. You had a German television show, and you have um, um, you had a situation where the content was strictly in German, and they had English subtitles. This was just reality. This was just it was just a movie, right? Um, and or movies or a series that kept playing over and over again. And I think it was maybe one episode. It was season one, and it went into season two. And I think they stopped after season two. And I think I've seen German commercials after a while. 
So it's really important, right? Get into um, if they were able to produce something like that, it would take what we have here now coming into the country, where we have Europeans, people from Africa, people coming from other places. I don't think it. It would have to be a network where people were actually producing, um, where it was a, excuse me, a, a round table of, of people who produced television networks where the languages were different or where people were speaking different languages and they had English subtitles. Um, I don't think, I think it will be people who are coming in the United States from Europe, from Africa, from other countries, because people um, here are, are too, I don't see, there, there's too much fighting here. And there's too much of a desire for fighting. There's actually anger if you're not racist. We talked about this, right? The person who's in the room who's not really racist and the other people are racist and they kind of look at you like you're supposed to be on board with racism and you don't know what to do, right? Or you're not really racist, but then they kind of, maybe the other person's racist or they really want you to be racist or you like, you know, left out, left out of racism. Or they, 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 they're racist, so they, they feel left out of your, of your, you know, when they when they think of non-racist views, so they just create more racism, right? Or you feel like the one that's left out because other people are racist, right? And you don't actually want to join them, but then left out, I don't know, I don't want to actually say that you're supposed to be like them. You're supposed to know that you're not supposed to be racist in 2017. And so you kind of step away, but you feel uncomfortable because it's not actually supposed to exist. Um, and so that's that's the reality that's happening now, where people are just fighting so much, and they actually expect to see harm. They expect to see the racist things go on. You know, so it was like, hey, why don't we stop crime? People are like, oh, Afro just got beat up. Oh, somebody who you know had brown skin just got beat up. Someone who has light skin who's white just got beat up. And whoa, there's no racism here. Create more racism, right? And sometimes you see that. Where I've actually talked about black women negative comments made towards them. And I, I remember saying, is it that certain people don't like the fact that they they don't have problems? Um, is it something that's um, coming from a certain group because they want to see them have racism or have hatred or have bigotry? Then I realized it wasn't all the generations. It was really mostly the generation that grew up with um, when they had the American drug epidemic, which they talk about in movies and films. So it's not really millennials going through that and not really so much baby boomers going through that. Not baby boomers, excuse me. It's not really millennials, I didn't say that. Baby boomers and the NAACP, NRA, and above. They haven't gone through that. And so be careful of the sugars you eat. Also, be careful of the behavior. Um, I talked about loving your own group age, loving your own age group. You might have a few people older than you. Um, I find that some of the people who are um, older than you, if they're copying younger women sometimes, it, it feels uncomfortable. It feels strange. We're supposed to have people we look up to who are, um, you know, setting these great examples, and sometimes they don't, so don't feel dismayed. Apply for school, have classes that you're taking, um, have people where you can go to and really sit down with and talk about things, um, and write, right? We talked about writing. I mean, some, once in a while I might write something. I'm not really a writer at all, um, but I do have media, and so whatever form of media um, is out there, some, not whatever form, but sometimes it might be podcasting, I might do television, I might have something where I'm producing a, an article, and I haven't really done that at all, but maybe you want to start a website, right, I don't like to call it a blog, go to weebly.com or Squarespace, right, I think one of them, you don't have to pay for one of them, it's $10 a month, um, set it up and figure it out and have people visit it, right, send out the website link to people, and just start writing about what's going on, it's very serious because we have to be our own documentarians, our own journalists, and, and also 
film. You are your own filmmakers, right? Produce your own films. Get the camera that you see. Everyone should have one. It's maybe two, two to three hundred dollars. Save up your money. Sell lemonade um, for a dollar fifty. Sell ten cups. You can make two hundred dollars, right? If you sell ten cups a day for for one month, right? And purchase a camera and actually create your own movies based on the camera, based on what you have. Nigeria does this, and Nigeria controls their film, controls their distribution. And how do they do this? Because people keep buying their own films, or they they sell it themselves. But people believe the stories. You can upload them and do all kinds of things or send them to people as movies. Or watch them, they can watch on their phone. So it's very serious to start doing it and start creating it. If all these things are happening, then millennials have to actually be the ones who create their own narrative. Um, and we talked about this getting into professions um, that actually help you. Listen to the former shows and the previous shows. It's very serious. Start your own companies. You want to really up your dividends and have cash on cash returns. We're using these things so that you don't run into bad credit. A lot of us have to clean up our credit. Definitely not someone who's, um, um, you know, saying this is a, someone who um, doesn't work to clean up and make sure that things are okay with their own credit. Um, and so, um, yes, yeah, so definitely, and thanks for listening to the show. And definitely be careful of people who just have really bad spirits. You'd be surprised a lot of people who are supposed to actually be people who help individuals and people who are harmful. And it's very serious. Whatever it is that they're dealing with or going through, they can't really see beyond the purview of things, so they don't really realize why bad things keep happening. All right. So have, thank you very much. Have a great um, time, and, thank, and please stay tuned and start listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you.